Hey, everybody, it's Ryan Ripley. Wanted to get a new offering in front of you as soon as possible, evidence-based leadership. And so, as you all know, Todd Miller, myself, and Will Seeley, we're big on evidence-based management. We want to apply it to the leadership space. We all know that modern managers face complex challenges every day. You're juggling a lot of needs, your direct reports, your stakeholders, your customers, they all need constant attention. What we want to do is help you manage that. We want you to use information and data to make good decisions around all of these areas so that we're delivering the right thing at the right time for the right customer. And we know that we're doing that because we're using data and evidence to validate all the things that we're doing. And not only that, we're not just looking at value, but we're looking at our capabilities as an organization. Can we deliver on time? Can we innovate effectively? Do we have too much tech debt? Do we have too many things in process? Are we unable to deliver when the market demands that we do? We look at all of these things with evidence-based management. We merge that into a leadership uh, mindset and lens, and we enable you to make new and better decisions repeatedly based off of the data that you're collecting within your organization. It's exciting stuff. We hope you can join us. Visit agileforhumans.com forward slash EBL course. Join us in one of these offerings. We think you're going to love it. Hope you can join us. Use Agile for Humans, the number four to take another 15% off of this course. And uh, we can't wait to see you there. We know that you dislike story points, mostly because it can be misused when comparing teams and then suggest throughput. Wouldn't the same happen with throughput? Let me go after the premise of the question real quick. Comparing the velocity or the story points between teams is not, it wouldn't make the top 10 list of reasons why I dislike story points. It is one of the many side effects like comparing individual velocity that happens but it's not really high on my list. They've warped and mutated into something that they were never intended to be. We have videos out there on the YouTube channel that really dig deeper in that into that, so I'm not gonna go too much further there. But the question is, could you manipulate or abuse the throughput mm -hmm. flow metric? Absolutely. Yeah. You absolutely could. Yeah, and I think the heart of this question is, you could absolutely take throughput and make a deterministic forecast and teams picking up on that and driving behavior to increase throughput because of a deterministic forecast, right? I think that's really the heart of this issue is a deterministic versus probabilistic forecast. All the same things that that could happen with velocity that do happen with velocity could happen with throughput. And I think we need to really work on avoiding that. What you get with the flow-based metrics is not, is not necessary, or the pretense behind it is not necessarily taking something like throughput and averaging it. It's, what, it's a really poor idea to do that. You're averaging it and coming up with a deterministic forecast negative to negatively drive behavior. Yep. What we want with that though, is throughput can give us a probabilistic forecast, which means each for, each estimate as you will be associated with some kind of probability of it happening. So yes, the same thing could happen with throughput. However, I think there's hope. I The way that I view it is that these things that have been hanging around for a long time, it's so, right, I haven't put this past you yet, but this is, here's what I have been thinking is it's almost like how we've evolved to listen to music, right? At one point it was just the radio and then we had records and then we had cassettes and then we had CDs and now we have streaming services. Now I know records are a trendy thing, right? It's cool to go be a record collector out there. But how many of you all are going out and purchasing cassettes right now? It's an archaic way of listening to music. The quality isn't as high. The accessibility isn't as high where you have to rewind. So it's not instantaneous when you want to get back to that. So we move on as, a, as people using products. 
We need to move on from things from a process perspective. There's new and better ways of doing it. Yes, we need to avoid all the same things that we've learned with velocity and story points. We really do. We need to avoid that with things like cycle time and throughput because the exact same stuff can happen. But there's a new way and a better way of talking about those. We need to talk. And to me, the heart of the issue is deterministic versus probabilistic in forecasting. Yep. So <clears throat> long rant, medicine rant for you there, Ryan. <laughs> no, but I, I think it's good. I like the analogy that the flow metrics are really the HD version of what we're doing. And if you want to go back to antenna TV, the old low, low fi low quality picture, but there's better ways. And that's what we're pushing along with, to your point, Louise, some of the anti-patterns that pop up. We are trying to avoid perhaps story points are more prone to, to these abuses and we're working through that. We are, we're pushing to, to bring the flow metrics forward and we hope that the community embraces this idea and joins us or that we hope that they join us on this push forward. Hey, it's Ryan. If you're enjoying this show and want to take a deeper dive into Scrum with me and Todd, check out agileforhumans.com forward slash training. Be sure to also look at the show notes to subscribe to our newsletter, get a copy of our book, Fixing Your Scrum, and learn more about working with us at Agile for Humans. Thanks for listening and Scrum on.